This is Financial Wellness Radio with Rob Burnett and Lori Gross from Outlook Financial Center. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Rob and Lori provide their clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is Rob Burnett and Lori Gross on Financial Wellness Radio. Welcome to Financial Wellness Radio with me, Rob Burnett from the Outlook Financial Center. Each week we come together to discuss topics affecting your financial wellness. We break down complex topics and try to make them understandable. This show strives to give our listeners the education and the tools to make sound financial decisions that's going to affect their lifestyle and their retirement. And while we're at it, we'll try to have a little fun. So joining me in the studio today is Lori Gross, the investment advisor, representative, and fiduciary leading our Troy office. Good morning, Lori. Good morning, Rob. And rounding out our panel this morning is our good friend, our co-host, Mr. Tony Shore. Good morning, Tony. Good morning, Rob and Lori. Hope you guys are doing well today. I'm great. Can you tell? Can you tell him? He's in a way good more awake today? than I am this morning. Yeah, he's yeah, way more awake. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I've had my caffeine. I'm excited uh, about seeing you guys today and being on the show. Um, but yeah, I'm doing great. I've had a great week. Rob, you've been busy, haven't you? We have been busy. Uh, getting ready for our next round of seminars is exciting. Putting all the uh, the infrastructure together to work, make that work. Uh, it's just a busy time of the year, and, and for me too, on the tax side, I'm in the, the last month of uh, getting everybody who extended their tax returns to finally get me all the information so I can finish that up. So, in uh, tax season never stops. Right. And he's you in the can't process use of that moving. excuse all the time. Uh, I love it, Rob. You always say, you know, when tax season's mm-hmm. over, it, it'll be it'll be a lot better. I won't be as busy. And or then it I'll starts get again. To that after tax season, <laughs> but every time I talk to you. It's tax season, so I think yeah, I figured the last out extension, the, the last extension deadline's actually November 15th for nonprofits. Wow. And then, so, so between then and when does it start up again? January, when people start wanting to get their taxes going? Pretty much. So in between there, we have to do all the continuing education for the next tax season. Wow. Wow. So you're looking at about a, you got about a good month in there. Yeah, yeah, he should he should be caught up and on sleep and everything. No problem, right? Good month or two, right there. Can't complain about that. How about you, Lori? How are you doing? Um, feeling kind of jet lagged, even though I haven't been anywhere. Well, I can't say I haven't been anywhere. I, I went to to Louisville over the weekend, and we went camping. And so I'm just I'm just not with it yet this week. Oh. <laughs> yeah, typically, you have to fly on a plane to be jet lagged, Lori. Yeah, but that's how I'm feeling, and, and part of it's allergies because the the weather and the barometric pressure and everything's been changing around here and it's fluctuating back and forth and so my yeah. allergies are going nuts yeah my so. as well. and it's that time of year the crops are coming out of the fields are starting to bring in the corn and so that puts all yeah. kinds of fun Dust stuff in and the everything air. else in the air and it's like yeah. okay yeah i'm the same way same way so what are we talking about on the show today rob well tony today we're going to be looking at some of the common 401k rollover mistakes as well as answering some questions about the details of these types of employer-sponsored retirement plans. Hmm, 401ks, that's a good one because 
pretty much everybody I know as a 401k plan. I do. My wife does. So I think they're pretty common, but I get the sense that not everybody understands them very well. Well, you know, that's a, that's a really good point there, Tony. And folks, you know, especially need to understand that the, the potential rollover mistakes that can be made. But, but let's start on some of the basics. Um, you know, when you put money into a 401k account, you are essentially making a deal with the government. Now, I didn't say making a deal with the devil, but it's <laughs> pretty close. <laughs> pretty close. Uncle Sam is your retirement account silent partner, um, but he doesn't remain silent forever, which is which is the catch here. So the government lets you deposit the money before you've paid taxes on it, and you agree to leave that money there until you retire, or at least close to it, which is you know the government defines as fifty nine and a half. The catch is that if you take that money out early, the government hits you where it hurts, that being your wallet, and sometimes in a very big way. Yeah, generally, you're gonna pay a 10% penalty tax and your regular income tax on those funds you take out. That doesn't sound good. I mean, I always hear people talking about how horrible the penalties are if you withdraw money from your retirement accounts. And, and 10, you know, 10% isn't peanuts, but it doesn't seem like a super aggressive penalty. Well, Tony, it may not sound like much, but consider that after taxes, you can't forget that part, and the penalties, you could be left with only about two-thirds or less of the money you were expecting to get out of it. Mm. Plus, if you're particularly if you're young, you lose the growth potential that could come from keeping your money in that tax-deferred retirement account. So while it might be tempting to consider your 401k a windfall, think carefully about cashing it out and about those taxes. How do you avoid full taxation on this money? Here's the short answer. You can't. Sorry about that. But back to the earlier argument, the agreement, the government has agreed not to tax your money when you put it in, but when you retire and take distributions, that's when the government takes its share. That's when your quote unquote silent partner speaks up. And that share includes a portion of any gains in your account. Well, Uncle Sam always gets his share eventually, it seems. But the bummer is, I don't even think he's my real uncle. <laughs> well, that, that's true. You know, but you are getting a benefit from it as well. You know, the benefit to you is that your money was able to grow tax advantaged all that time while it was in deferral. You can't control the fact that you're going to pay taxes on your distributions, but you can control when and how you'll pay those taxes. And here's how your 401k distributions are viewed by the IRS as ordinary income. And it's true whether you take a dollar or a million dollars out. If the amount of distribution pushes you into a higher tax bracket, you'll end up paying the higher tax rate on everything above the new bracket threshold. Ouch. Yeah, ouch is right. Are there any ways to avoid that, Rob? Well, there are a few ways, and I'm going to talk about the legal ones. We've talked about that before. <laughs> you know, tax avoidance is good. Planning tax evasion gets you 15 to 20. Yeah. So many people plan to take their tax-deferred distributions over time and in smaller amounts. Another solution is balancing withdrawals from tax-deferred accounts and tax-advantaged accounts like Roth IRAs or properly structured life insurance policies. Since those accounts include money that has already been taxed, they won't be treated as ordinary income and that could help you control your tax bracket later in life. So that's why it's really important when you come up with your distribution strategy to consider how can I get the most money with the least tax impact. After all, much like in life, it's not about how much money you make, but how much you keep. 
Ah, that's right. Uh, always a good reminder. The money you keep, that's the important part right there. Exactly. What's another common mistake, though, Lori, that you've seen uh, related to 401k plans? Well, Tony, another big mistake is uh, make, making uh, mistakes and deals with your rollovers. Um, a, a rollover mistake could lead you to paying higher taxes on the entire amount. So when rolling over a 401k, you typically can choose between a direct rollover and an indirect rollover. With a direct rollover, your funds move directly from your 401k to your new IRA, and the money never crosses your path. The legal description or term here that's used is a con is constructive receipt of those funds. You never take constructive receipt, and if possible, this is the this is the preferable option because likely it, it's your most mistake-proof option to make here. And with an indirect rollover. You're going to take possession of the money from your 401k and are responsible for putting it into another 401k or other retirement account. And this is where it gets kind of tricky because, you know, while there's many rules and regulations associated with a 401k rollover, one of the most significant rules is the 60 day rule. Well, what's that? Uh, what is the explain that to us? Well, Tony, this rule mandates that once you receive the money from your 401k, you must complete your rollover within 60 days or the IRS considers it an early withdrawal. That's not the only potential drawback of an indirect rollover. When you withdraw those funds for an indirect rollover, your former employer is typically required to withhold 20% of the money for future taxes in case you don't complete the rollover. So if you follow the rules, you'll receive the 20% back but potentially not how you'd want to. Now let's break all this down. Let's use an example. Let's assume you're taking $200,000 out of your 401k. You're going to receive a check for $160,000 or 80% of your account while your former employer withholds 40,000. That's the 20%. They're going to send that to uncle Sam and that's going to be credited as a tax payment on your next year's taxes. Now let's say you do your job, you follow the rules and you put the 160,000 you received in an, into an IRA within the 60 days. The only way to avoid accidentally taking the other 40,000 as a distribution is to supplement it with the same amount of cash from your personal funds when you roll it over. Because as you recall, your employer is withholding that amount for future taxes. So that's, that can get complicated. If you don't use your own money to make up for it, it's like you just took the money right out of the account. Is that right? Absolutely correct there, Tony. You know, if, if you don't or can't supplement that amount, the 20% is considered a withdrawal and is subject to tax and penalties if you're younger than 59 and a half. And, and in this example, that would mean that the IRS would return the 40000 that your employer withheld to you in the next tax season, less any taxes and penalties on that amount. And finally, there's one more factor to consider, and that's if you're exploring your rollover options and it applies to both 401k plans and IRAs, you can only take one indirect withdrawal from either, from either of those in any given 12-month period. And a, a better option might be to perform a direct trustee to trustee rollover here. And, you know, but you want to tread carefully if you're considering an indirect rollover because these missteps can be very costly. Right. And I, I really think it's good to avoid those. Uh, and this really helps talking about them. But we do need to take a quick break here. Rob, is there anything you want to add before we do? I do. And I've got one lingering thought from uh, 
Lori's comments. It says you can only do one indirect rollover every 12 months. You can do unlimited numbers of direct trustee to trustee rollovers. So I want mm-hmm. people to understand that their money can go in motion. The IRS doesn't want you just collecting the money and having to put it back in. So if it goes straight from one custodian to another one, you can do as many of those in a year as you want, as the custodians will allow. There's no tax negative tax implication. So I want folks to understand money can be moved very simply that way. So right. here's the here's the thing. Protecting your assets uh, is an important part of your financial process, and it's going to give you that road to the retirement that, you're, that you really want to have, that you've worked so hard for. It's never too early or too late to start. And the good news is you don't have to go on this retirement financial journey alone. So for our radio listeners today, give us a call at 937-552-9990 to receive your complimentary retirement income toolkit. Take the opportunity to schedule a no-cost, no-obligation one-hour consultation to go over the toolkit and get other pressing questions answered. We encourage you to explore all the educational resources on our website, outlookfc.com, and on our Facebook page at Outlook Financial Center. Also, just when you're on that webpage, click on the radio tab. You can look at some of this show again, uh, several past shows we've done are still uh, out there available to listen to, or you can subscribe to our podcasts on iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify. Tony, the goal we ultimately have for all of our clients remains the same. Retire comfortably and remain comfortably retired. Most people plan on taking their social security benefits at one of three ages, 62, 66, or 70. But did you know that there are over 20,000 calculations that could be run to determine the best time for you to file? Call Outlook Financial Center at 937-552-9990 or visit outlookfc.com to request your complimentary social security maximization report that will help you learn how you can get the most out of your benefit. Welcome back to Financial Wellness Radio. I'm Lori Gross from the Outlook Financial Center. And in the studio with me today is our CEO, Rob Burnett, and our co-host, Tony Shore. And today we're discussing some common mistakes when it comes to your 401k plans. And in this next segment, we're going to look at how to ensure that your 401k account stays with you. Right. And it's been a great discussion so far. Thanks for the recap, Lori. I want my 401k to be able to fund my retirement and last as long as I do. Is that too much to ask? It, well, it really isn't. You know, that's that sounds pretty simple for me. Um, but, you know, think about this. H- have you ever spent that afternoon wondering what happened to that $20 in your wallet, Tony? Um, uh, yeah. Did you stop at the store? Did you go to lunch? Maybe buy a pizza and you don't remember it? <laughs> <laughs> I've eaten a lot of pizzas that to I don't you? remember. What was that? I've eaten a lot of pizzas that I may not remember. <laughs> Well, I've got a really shocking statistic for you here that you may not believe, and that's that Americans lost track of more than $7.7 billion worth of retirement savings alone in 2015 by accidentally and unknowingly abandoning abandoning their 401k, and this is according to a February 2018 article from USA Today. Wow. Did you say $7.7 billion? Uh, mm-hmm. That's billion with a B? With a B. That's right, Tony. And it's likely to continue. People are changing jobs more often. The Bureau of Labor Statistics uh, reports that people born between 1957 and 1964 held an average of 11.9 jobs between the ages 18 to 50. So it's surprisingly easy to lose track of an old 401k account. 
And while companies may try to fulfill their obligation of tracking you down, that isn't always easy, easy either. You may have moved or changed your name due to marriage or divorce. Wow. Okay. So it w- it would not be a good idea then to forget about that retirement account, obviously. Well, obviously, you know, lost accounts can mean lost retirement income for you and less money for your beneficiaries. And you could avoid this problem by rolling over your 401k into a new 401k, if that's an option, or into an individual retirement account, uh, referred to as an IRA. If you don't want to leave your 401k with your old employer, make sure that you have the updated uh, contact information with you and and continue to track your account's performance even after you've left that job. These techniques can help you keep track of your accounts, but what happens if you aren't around to look for them? How would your beneficiaries find these accounts? Consolidation of accounts may help, may certainly help, but there's also online tools like our Generational Vault that we use here at the office and our clients at Outlook Financial Center use where you can store all your important documents digitally and keep access to them 24-7. Wow. Okay. So obviously that's a big deal. Remind our listeners, though, what the Generational Vault actually is. I'm happy to do that, Tony. The Generational Vault allows you to store all of your important documents in a safe and secure cloud-based portal that you can access 24-7. With this tool, you can store as many documents as you want in an account that's completely secure. And since you might not be the only person who needs access to this information, the vault allows you to manage data authorization that gives your loved ones access to your medical directives, powers of attorney, or other important information when it matters most. You could include your CPA, you could include your attorney, tremendous flexibility in that system. So the Generational Vault helps you to provide peace of mind about your financial information through its reliable document and secure storage. It's a perfect place to keep any number of of things, including but not limited to wills and trusts, powers of attorney, medical information and directives, investment statements, insurance policies, and in many cases, very important, documents of family significance. There's actually a private folder in the Generational Vault that we don't have access to where people can put very personal things in there that are very important to the family is not necessarily something that we need as financial planners. So the generational vault can be a very valuable resource for your financial life. Yeah, and let's look back at the 401k mistakes. What's another common one, Lori, that you see people make out there? Well, Tony, we've mentioned that rolling over your 401k when you change jobs is something that needs to be looked at. And and if you're starting a new job that offers a 401k, rolling over your old 401k to your new one is one potential move. Um, There are tax planning and investment choices to be balanced on making that decision, though, as to whether to transfer your old 401k to an IRA or keep your old employer 401k or move funds into your new employer's 401k plan. And with the the reduced number of choices that are available in most 401k plans, moving funds from one 401k to another seldom is the best solution for the long term. You may have a lot more control over an IRA than you do in a 401k. Right. How do you decide, though, between doing it yourself and choosing a professional? Well, the key is to find that balance between independence and professional assistance that works best for you at a price that you're willing to pay. And again, you often have a lot more control with that IRA option. Um, And you may even have the option for a Roth IRA. 
while a traditional IRA gives you the chance to put aside funds before the government takes out taxes, you still must pay taxes when you take out the money. With an with a Roth IRA, you pay those taxes up front, but then your growth and withdrawals are tax-free, assuming you've followed the Roth IRA rules. Right. Following the rules, that's important. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Either way, though, you're getting some type of tax advantage, right? Yeah, that's a good point, Tony. While a potential tax advantage source of income in retirement sounds good, remember these two things before rolling over an existing 401k and making a conversion to a Roth IRA. First, you're going to have to pay income taxes on the full amount you convert into a Roth IRA. If it's a big number, it's going to be a big tax bill involved with it. Mm -hmm. And depending on current and future tax rates, a Roth IRA conversion might not be the option that fits your needs. One of the things I look at is this isn't the right answer for everybody, or you do this in multiple steps over multiple years just to account for the tax issues. You may find some additional benefits based upon upcoming life events. So depending on what your future has in store for you, IRAs and 401k plans offer very different benefits. For instance, first-time home buyers can take a $10,000 distribution from an IRA account without a penalty. There's no such exemption for withdrawals from a 401k. I had a tax client in here a couple of weeks ago who did that, was told he could take 10 grand out of his 401k and uh, the IRS disagreed with him. He had to pay a penalty on that. Wow. Not a happy man. No. But, but conversely, Many 401k plans will offer loans that enable you to avoid taxes and early withdrawal penalties, which IRAs don't allow. So discuss your unique financial situation with a professional who can help you assess your options. With a multitude of investment options available within an IRA, it can be difficult to know which suits your specific situation. Right. And that's really important to understand. Uh, those are some important things we should all consider. And so far today, we've been talking about 401k plans and some mistakes and questions that can impact 401ks and our savings. And now, some people out there may have a 403b plan, which is sponsored by their employer. So what are the differences between the two plans? Well, Tony, let's start with how these plans got their names. These plans are named actually after the sections of the tax code, a 401k and a 403b. Each of these plans are qualified tax-advantaged retirement options that are offered by employers. The major difference between the plans is the type of employer that offers the product. 401k plans are offered by private, for-profit companies. On the other hand, government employers and nonprofit organizations are the only ones able to offer 403B plans. So let's take a few minutes and, and look at each of these products individually, if you will. Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Is there one of these plans that's more common than the other, though? Well, Tony, in our experience here at Outlook Financial Center, 401K plans are far more common of the two options. These plans are the employer-sponsored and provide employees with the opportunity to make tax-deferred contributions. These contributions come out of the employee's paycheck directly before taxes are deducted. Many employers also offer matching or non-elective contributions to the 401k on behalf of their employees. Some others offer features like profit sharing. Any earnings are tax-deferred, meaning they'll only be taxed as income when they are distributed from the 401k plan. 
Distributions are taxed like ordinary income, just like your wages on your W-2. Right. Exactly. So uh, who can have a 403B plan then? Well, 403B plans are, are for employees of public schools, uh, tax-exempt organizations, and some specific ministers, among others. Now, this means that if you're a teacher, public school administrator, a government employee, nurses and doctors, or even librarians, you may have this type of retirement vehicle. The funds in a 403B can be invested in both annuities and mutual funds. And, and some of these 403B plans allow for a shorter vesting period, uh, or, or they may permit immediate vesting options. And one other important difference is about the 403B plans is that they cannot involve profit sharing from an employer. And this is, this is important because this nonprofit organizations and government agencies are not designated to create and realize profit. 401k plans and 403b plans have differences in in how they comply with regulations in the Employee Retirement Income Security Act or ERISA which oversees qualified tax deferred retirement accounts. There's certainly a lot to consider here when it comes to 401k's and 403b retirement plans. That's really very true there, Tony. Um, The details and complications of financial products are are one reason that I highly recommend working with a financial services professional like the ones here at Outlook Financial Center when considering managing and withdrawing from any retirement plan. Right. And you know what? We're out of time for today's show. I just noticed uh, it flew by. Is there anything else you guys want to add before we have to go today? Well, Tony, I hope our listeners found today's show educational, but education without action doesn't get you any closer to the retirement of your dreams. So take something you learned or heard today, take it to heart and do something with it. Procrastination, avoidance and denial isn't going to get you where you want to go. So the good news is you don't have to do this alone. So for our radio listeners, give us a call at 937-552-9990 to receive your complimentary retirement income toolkit. Schedule a no-cost, no-obligation, one-hour consultation to go over the toolkit and get your other questions answered. Check out our educational resources on our website at outlookfc.com or our Facebook page at Outlook Financial Center. Click on the radio tab when you're on that uh, out, outlookfc.com website and look at the prior radio shows, listen to this one again, or subscribe to the radio show on our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify. We're passionate about having all of our clients reach the goal of retiring comfortably and remaining comfortably retired. All right, and this concludes our time for today's episode of Financial Wellness Radio with our hosts, Rob Burnett and Lori Gross of Outlook Financial Center. Thank you for listening to Financial Wellness Radio. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Rob Burnett or Lori Gross at Outlook Financial Center. Call 937-552-9990 or visit their website at outlookfc.com. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by Wellness Investment Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Ohio. Insurance products and services are offered through Outlook Financial Center, LLC. Wellness Investment Advisors, LLC and Outlook Financial Center, LLC are affiliated companies. Rob Burnett and Outlook Financial Center are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as 
as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.